0: Hey guys, did you know that the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast hosted by Amy Porterfield is also brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, just like SideHustle Pro? Well, it is. And with a focus on online business, including digital courses, list building, social media content and webinars. Online marketing made easy breaks down big ideas and strategies into actionable step-by-step processes. I have been listening to this podcast from before I started a podcast. I used to listen to it on my way to work and I would keep a note on my iPhone with the episodes and the notes that I got from each episode. It was that serious. And even now I've been learning a lot from it. So if you haven't listened to it, I recommend starting with episode 340, landing page not converting, here's what to do. Because if you have created a freebie and your email list is still not growing, this is the episode for you. Listen to Online Marketing Made Easy wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikaela Matthews Akome. So let's get started. Hey, hey guys, welcome, welcome back to the show. It's Nikayla here, and I am back with another solo episode. And today we're talking about how to get your side hustle up and running. So, this is obviously something that we want to talk about at the beginning of every year and throughout the year, but definitely right now to make sure that you're thinking about how you're going to act this year, how you're going to power through, keep moving if you have started this year and This wasn't originally supposed to be a solo episode. Originally, I was going to have an interview this week, but I was inspired by my recent trip home to Jamaica to visit my family. I was at dinner with my sisters and nieces, and my oldest niece asked me, she said, Auntie, how do you start a business? (laughs) And I was caught off guard by her question, not because of the question itself, because of course, people ask me that all the time, but. You know her being someone I've known since she was a baby, all the way to now as a young woman. I it me, really made me think about how pressing this question is to so many people. How do you take the skills that you have developed throughout your life and one day turn it into a business? And my first response, the first thing that came to mind, is side hustle because obviously I'm all about the side hustle, but I realize. The reason that came to mind is because my next question for her is, well, what kind of business do you want to start? What are you interested in building a business around? Most people don't have an answer to that question or they get, they kind of fumble over their words because they get nervous for some reason and they think they need a perfect answer. And that's not what I'm looking for. I just want you to be aware that you can take your time to figure out what you want to start a business in side hustle is not synonymous with business. What side hustling allows you to do is to figure out if you eventually want to turn this into a business, if you want to keep going down this path. And that's what I love about side hustling. So my response to that is first and foremost, you have to side hustle. Side hustling is something you can scale into a business. So when I started my what is now my business, which is being a full-time podcaster and content creator, creating this podcast, creating my courses. I started as a side hustle. I was working full-time, right? I did not know that this would become my business. In fact, I was interviewing people in hopes of figuring out what my business is going to be. And that's what many of you are doing. You're just trying to figure it out. What will bring you one step closer to figuring it out is when you start testing. Now that is the game changer. When you start testing by actually launching one of your side hustle ideas, that's what brings you closer to ultimately having your own business. And that is why we're going to talk about the five steps kind of like a five-step checklist to get you up and running this year all right so now here's how to get started step number one you want to organize your thoughts Most of you guys, I was in this boat as well. You have a lot of things running through your mind. Oh, I could do this. I could do that. And then also a lot of your side hustle ideas are sometimes clouded by what you do for a living. So in my niece's case, I know that when she was thinking about starting a business, she was very much thinking about what she studied in college, what she's studying in grad school and you know the work experience she's had so far. That might not even end up being her path when she starts a business, what you do full-time for a living is important because it is teaching you skill sets that you are going to later apply to your business, to your side hustle. However, it doesn't mean that that's what you need to do in your personal life as well. And you know, we're all multi-passionate, so don't get too clouded in what you already do and thinking that you need to go out and do that as your side hustle. For me, one of my very first side hustles, I started a PR agency on the side because my first job out of college was working in public relations and I wanted to explore, hey, do I see myself doing this full-time, long-term? Could I do this on my own, start my own boutique PR firm, right? And so I started doing it on the side, started taking on my classmates as clients, And that didn't go far because I realized I don't like doing this. (laughs) I spent enough hours during the week focusing on this and I don't want to think about this when I go home or on the weekends. So that was important for me to flesh that out. So if you are doing something full time that you're interested in doing on the side, do just that. Start to organize your thoughts around, okay, what would it look like if I was to do this on the side? Who would be my client? Or how would I sell my own? Is this a conflict of interest? You have to flesh all of that out. Also. Not everything that you like to do needs to be a side hustle. So we talk about this all the time. I'm just going to briefly touch on this. But remember that you need to write down everything that you are interested in and then really think about, okay, which one of these would I want to do in my free time? Would I want people to be my customers for, would I not get annoyed if I had customers and people reaching out to me regarding the sales or the services that I'm doing around this particular topic or subject. So that's what I mean by organizing your thoughts, starting to think about everything that you enjoy doing, everything that you would potentially do as a side hustle and thinking through, would I actually enjoy doing that long-term? If you don't know, that's okay, put a question mark. But that's part of organizing. You can put things in the yes, no, maybe category. So that's step number one, getting organized. Step number two is to research the market and plan your entry point. This, again, is something that we have spoken about before, but we haven't spoken as much about the plan your entry point piece. So if you want to do something as a side hustle, few things I want you to remember. Number one, if other people are doing something similar, that's okay. That means there's likely a market for that, which by researching you will test, there's likely a customer base for that. And if it's being done, I guarantee you there's something missing from what's currently being done. And your job is to find that out. Your job is to find out what you would add to the equation that's not currently out there. So a few things that I can think about based on a few guests that have been on the show. And then I'll share my own personal example. So take, for example, Myleek Teal, who created Curlbox. Around the time that she created Curlbox, there was something that existed called Birchbox. I don't know if Birchbox still exists. And nowadays there, there are a lot of subscription boxes, right? But when she created Curlbox... She was not the first subscription box out there, but she saw a need. There's no one catering to this market of African American women of color who need to and would love to test out different hair and beauty products for us and not have to be saddled with buying full size products at full price every single week or month. So she recognized a need and she recognized a blind spot in the market. So similarly, that's what you need to do. Don't say, oh my God, there's already a subscription box out there. I'm not going to create one. For me with Side Hustle Pro, when I was getting ready to launch, I saw that there are other podcasts out there that talk about side hustles, but no one was talking about, first of all, they weren't interviewing Black women entrepreneurs, definitely not interviewing people um, who scale from side hustlers to full-time entrepreneurs that's what I wanted to know about. I wanted to know about that person who truly treated their business like a side hustle, kept their full-time job because they needed to do things like payback loans, pay their rent, and their business wasn't making money yet. Where were those people? That's who I wanted to hear from. Couldn't find them, so I created it. Similarly, when you research the market, look up who's doing something similar to what you're doing. Look up what's not being done that you would like to do. What's your pain point? What do you say to yourself? Man, I really wish they would do it this way. I really wish they would share this. I really wish someone made a product like this. I really wish someone made a service like this. Make note of that and then think about your own entry point. What am I going to create that's not currently out there? That was what I mean by your entry point. Start to think through what's out there. One important note that I want you guys to think about as you listen to this episode, is I'm aware. I know that there are different types of side hustlers. So I'm going to divide it into two broad categories for now, just to help you make sense of the examples I'll provide. So I'll divide it into product-based side hustlers. So that means you're creating a physical product of some type that's going to stretch across industries and categories. I'm not going to get more granular than that in products for now. Then you have your service-based side hustlers. So I'm also going to group together people who are doing things like creating courses and people who are coaching under service-based businesses. Okay. So when you think about your entry point, if you're a service-based provider, again, you need to look at what people are providing. What are they charging? What are they providing under what they charge? What would you provide? And this is not an exercise for you to think about, oh, I'll come in cheaper. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean by the entry point. (laughs) Okay. Pricing is a whole nother episode. And we'll talk about that another time. Let me know your questions on that. What I mean is, again, you really need to identify what about the service is lacking. And this doesn't mean that someone else is not doing a good job. It just means that the gifts that they were blessed with are not your gifts. And the lens with which they see the world is not your lens. So there's a blind spot that they have and that's what you were created for to fill that void. Just like other side hustle podcasts have amazing content, but they had that blind spot and I was there to fill that void. Similarly with products, think about, okay, what is it that's missing? Where can I fill in the gap? Every single day you see some kind of new beauty or hair product, just when you think there can't possibly be anything that we have not thought of or created yet. And then here it comes. And here we go buying it because we're like, oh my God, I can't believe they came up with this. Remember when you first saw the edge brush? You know, like us Black girls, we grew up using toothbrushes to um, do our edges with gel. And now they actually have custom brushes just for your edges. I mean, it's such a duh moment, but... There's so many things like that that you take for granted, all right? So that's what I mean by really, really looking in and thinking through entry points. We all have bad habits. I might shop a little too much on Amazon, what can I say? And bad habits tend to find their way into business too. From emailing clients at all hours or spending way too much time and money on legacy software that you heard about back in the day. Well, we are breaking up with bad business habits and breaking in new ways to bring our A-game in 2023. HubSpot's all-in-one connected CRM platform can help you get there. It makes it easy to better connect your teams, data, and systems so you can better connect with your customers. Best of all, it's free to get started. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better in 2023 at HubSpot.com. That was step number two, research, 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 research. And step number three is to pick one product or service to launch with. So I'm doing you guys a favor here. I want you to take that overwhelm, throw it out the window, stop overwhelming yourself with thinking about your suite of products that you're going to launch with, your suite of services, because what you really should be focusing on is Launching something and making it better each and every year and making it so good that people start asking you for more. You cannot launch with a whole bunch of what's called SKUs, meaning a whole bunch of different products, a whole bunch of different colors of one product when you haven't even proven that people want that one product or that one service. You'll notice for me, I have a very select group of courses. And in fact, the course that I spend the most time working on and working with students in is Podcast Moguls, because that is not only been proven, but also it's what is continually requested of me. And there are a lot of other programs that I want to launch and teach eventually, But as long as there's room for improvement and things that I can be doing, um, this year I'm currently working on 2.0 of Podcast Moguls and I cannot wait to incorporate everything that people have been asking me about from video, the video content that I've been doing, the social media snippets, everything about how my podcast comes together. So as long as there's room for improvement, I have to slow myself down and say, all right, I could launch all these different programs that I'm interested in launching and then spread myself thin and not be able to do an excellent job on each. Or I could move slowly and I could continue to refine a program that's proven, that's in demand, and that I'm really excited about making and continuing to make as up-to-date as possible because, you know, I'm doing new things in 2023 than I was doing in 2016 when I launched a podcast. So I want to make sure people are up-to-date as possible. Similarly, when you pick your one product, think about the thing that people request the most. If you make body lotions and shea butter and things like that, right? Think about the scent that's most popular. Sell that scent out like four or five times before you start incorporating 10 cents, okay? Really prove that product. Make that your signature that people are like, oh my gosh, this is the only place I can get this signature scent combination before you worry about, oh, I need to have all these different things for Easter. I need to have Easter colors and all this other stuff. Just focus on one. With your service, make sure you're focusing on one. You're going to market with one thing. You're launching with one course, one program, one service offering. What are you offering people? Do that multiple times. If you're taking on coaching clients, Get your first few clients with the coaching package that you currently have. Do that multiple times before you start adding things in, expanding, changing how the offering works, because that's the only way you'll get feedback, which is step number four, collect feedback. Hear from your customers. What did they like? What didn't they like? Did you know you can send out an email A few days or even weeks after someone has completed your program or has purchased your product and ask them, hey, how did you like it? how's it going? <laughs> and so a lot of us think that everyone's going to ignore this, but there's always a few people who respond. Start getting that feedback. You can include it in your process, um, in your email sequence that goes out to your customers so that you're regularly getting that feedback. Or you can do a poll at a certain cadence um, after a certain number of clients go in and send out a poll to everyone again, say, Hey, I'm looking to make some refinements. I really want to make sure this program is serving you as best as possible. So if you could take a few minutes and fill this out and Use that feedback to inform how you improve the program. And as you collect feedback, you'll start to be able to parse out what's valuable feedback and what someone may be just complaining or someone who is impossible to please and stuff like that. So don't get stuck in negativity either. All right. And then finally, step five is to improve the product using the feedback that you have collected. Keep improving the product. This is also a way of taking pressure off of you guys. If there's anything that I want to emphasize over and over for this year, it's that you can start over and you can improve as many times as you need to. Let go of that feeling that you need to come out the gate and get it right. What is right? What is right? What does right mean? There's no black and white in this whole side hustle thing. All side hustling means is that you are taking time to test. And when you test, that means you're continually tweaking. So by nature of that concept, you cannot ever get it right because there will always be something to improve. And the biggest companies, the most successful companies out there understand this. Think about this. Every time Apple releases a new iPhone or laptop or you know, releases a new iOS, what happens? In about a few days to weeks, people start talking about the bugs. Oh, when you do this, this breaks. Oh, when you do that, that breaks. So does Apple ever get it right even after all these years and billions of dollars later? No, and people are still buying their products and people still trust their products me included, this is an Apple household, because we know that one, they're going to fix it. They're going to come up with a patch. They're going to let us know how to get over that bug. And we trust that if something's wrong, they'll make it better. You should think about your business the same way. You're not going to get it right. You're going to launch. Customers are going to make you aware of bugs. Customers are going to make you aware of things that can be improved. And you're going to say, thank you, That's what I need. That's what I need to know. So that is how you get your business up and running, you guys. You get out of your head and you do these five steps. So let's talk about that one last time. Step one, organize your thoughts. Step two, research the market and plan your entry point. Step three, pick one product or service to launch with. Step four, collect feedback. Step five, improve the product and keep improving the product. Remember the Apple example, all right? you're never going to get it right. You're not supposed to get it right. All you're supposed to do is to keep improving. So guys, if you like this episode and you want more advice and guidance on how to get your side hustle up and running, I have a free comprehensive 15 page guide for you all about how to get your side hustle up and running, how to get it off the ground, how to get it out of your head and into the world. Head over to sidehustlepro.co/slash/start your side hustle to get that free guide. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co/slash/start your side hustle, and it's also linked in the show notes. So scroll down and click that link. So enjoy the guide. Let me know what other questions you have. I will update it as needed. And with that, I'll talk to you next week.